you see us through the precious blood of Jesus. Father, you don't see us in our old nature, in our old flesh. But you see us through Jesus, alive in him, shameless, guiltless, sons and daughters. perfect and righteous and holy in your sight, Lord, just because of the precious blood of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the blood. I thank you for the broken body of Jesus, that we can come and receive all you have for us, that we don't have to be sick. You healed all manner of sickness and disease. By your stripes we are healed. We take that this morning, Father. Not just a healing in our physical body, but a healing in our hearts and a healing in our minds, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for washing our minds clean by the precious blood of Jesus, by the word of God, that we are made righteous in your sight through Jesus Christ himself. I thank you, Father, we are accepted into the beloved, that you lift our heads, you raise the bar for us, Father, that we don't have to walk around in our old nature with our heads beaten down, with no purpose, with no life, no no care. But, Father, we care because you gave us a care to have, and that is to love the unlovable because you loved us. That is to bring Jesus to people who are walking in darkness and letting them see the light of their salvation that only comes through Jesus Christ. The blood paved a way, and all we have to do is receive it by faith. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in this place. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the anointing that floods this place this morning. Father, I thank you for this time of worship. You truly do inhabit the praises of your people. Father, I thank you that your word is truth. Your word is truth. That we can stand on it every day of our lives, Lord. That all your promises are yes and amen. And I truly, truly, truly thank you that we can come boldly to your throne of grace to obtain mercy, that we are washed white as snow, that we are brand new in Jesus Christ, recreated to be like you, Father, in the image of Christ himself. Father, I thank you for lifting our heads this morning. I thank you for refreshing us. And we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in the holy, majestic name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, worship team. Go ahead and greet one another. God is so good. The Lord has been talking to me about our old man and our new man. And by the leading of the Holy Ghost, pastors talked about our identity in Christ. And that is a foundation principle. Because if we don't know who Christ is, what he did, and who we are in him, we don't have a solid foundation. Everything we are is in him. And that is the most important part, is that we're found in Christ. Our identity is so important. The world can say anything they want about you. 
Loved ones can say anything they want about you. You can say anything you want about you. But the truth is what God said about you. And it's only found in Jesus. If he said you're righteous in Christ, you're righteous in Christ. If he said you're holy and you're in the beloved, you're in the beloved and you're holy. That's the truth. That's the important part. And that's the problem with the body. We receive salvation, but sometimes we don't get any further than that. We just stay in the salvation. But we're supposed to work out our salvation. And that's an everyday walk with him. And when we get that foundation principle down of who we are in Christ, what he did, and what we're supposed to do, then we truly are Christians, because we're walking out and we're living out the image of who Jesus Christ truly is. Sometimes we can just do what we want, but he's not letting us get past our identity, our old man, and our new man. Why? Because we need to stop being just saved. It's not enough, and it should, we shouldn't want it to be enough. Thank God we are saved. If that's all he did for us, oh my goodness, it's worth it. But that's not all he did. There's a walk that we have to walk every day. Christians are getting beat up every day by the things that are being said about them, by the things that are being done, by the cares and the worries and the things that are going on because that foundation isn't there. And then they're not putting off the old man and stepping into the new man. Ephesians 4, 17. It says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to the lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness." I want to read this in the, the Living Bible. Let me say this, then speaking for the Lord. Live no longer as the unsaved do, for they are blinded and confused. Their closed hearts are full of darkness. They are far away from the life of God because they have shut their minds against him and they cannot understand his ways. They don't care anymore about right or wrong and have given themselves over to impure ways. They stop at nothing, being driven by their evil minds and reckless lusts. That isn't the way Christ taught you. If you have really heard his voice and learned from him the truth concerning himself, then throw off your old evil nature and that old you that was a partner in your evil ways, rotten through and through, full of lust and shame. Now your attitudes and thoughts must all be constantly changing for the better. Yes, you must be a new and different person, holy and good. Clothe yourself with this new nature. When we are born again, 
our spirit becomes brand new, correct? Brand new, perfect. No sin, no guilt, no shame. Perfect, righteous, holy, acceptable. Amen? Our flesh is not. The outward man is not. We look at our flaws. We see the things we do wrong. We have the thoughts. We say the things. We, we, we do things that aren't always pleasing to God. What I want to talk to you today about is that God wants the inward man to reflect on the outward man. That's not always an easy task. (laughs) But that new creation, newly created in the image of Christ's spirit, is supposed to be shining on the outside of us. I heard a story yesterday about how, you know, some of the team goes out evangelizing and people that say they're Christians are the ones that are rejecting what God has to say and slamming doors and I don't want anything to do with this. You just said you were a Christian. Christian means Christ-like. We're supposed to reflect the life of Christ that lives on the inside of us and shine on the outside of us. Amen? When Paul was talking to the Ephesians, the church in Ephesus, he said to the saints and the faithful, he still brought this up, don't live like your former conduct. He was talking to the saints and he was talking to the faithful. What does our former conduct look like? We're saved, praise God. But is our conduct on the outside reflecting the conduct on the inside? This isn't supposed to be, oh my, this is supposed to be, Lord, I want that light to shine so bright that's on the inside of me that I want people to see who you are and I want them to see the light reflecting that is just bubbling up on the inside of me that they know they can see you. There's something different about them. What is it? It's the life and the light of the Most High God that lives on the inside of me. Amen? Paul is talking by the Holy Ghost and saying, this I'm testifying of the Lord. This is what the Lord wants you to hear. That you no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles do in the futility of their mind. We're talking about putting off the old man, the old nature. The old nature, the old sinful nature does not live on the inside of us when we call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That sin does not stay in our spirit. We're brand new in Christ. Amen? The old nature is on the outside of us, in our minds. It says, don't walk in the futility. Futility means this, having ceased to care. You don't care. Empty of no purpose. God has a purpose and a plan for every one of you. Sometimes we think, oh, it's that old nature. It's just my mouth is terrible or I acted out or I acted in anger. It is also. But we can't live without a purpose. The old man didn't have a purpose. Our old nature didn't have a purpose. We get up, we go to work, we make money, we make dinner, we clean the house, we take care of the kids, whatever the case is. And then we're just done with the day, go to bed, continue on. 
That was the purpose. Even if that is what we're doing, our purpose is, is to it wholeheartedly to the Most High God. With everything we have in us, doing it as unto Him. Our purpose is to get the light out, to get it shining, to teach our children the ways of the Lord. Amen? When we go to work, to speak life and to speak peace and to let that light shine wherever we're at. That's purpose. The Gentiles, the people that aren't saved, they don't have a purpose. That's why so many of them are being destroyed just in their daily lives because they don't have a purpose. They're empty. They're lonely. There's nothing there. But when we receive the life of God, automatically we have a purpose. Amen? That's what futility means. We're alienated. Cut off from what? The life of God. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. We're cut off from his provision. We're cut off. That's the old man. But when we receive him, we're not cut off anymore. We're not hopeless. We don't have this lifestyle of sin, this sin nature living on the inside of us. It's done away with. That old man is gone. That greediness, that it's all mine. I work every day. I work hard for this. It's mine. I don't want that greediness is gone when we receive Christ, but our flesh still wants to hold on to everything. And it's time to let stuff go. I don't want to be greedy for anything. The old nature, that's who we used to be. But that's what our flesh still goes toward. Why do we see the body of the Christ the same as the world? Because they haven't put off that old man. The spirit has, but they haven't. As a people, we want to hold on to comfort. We want to hold on to familiar. We want to hold on and put those walls up because we can't trust anybody because we might get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Guard your heart. But don't let it be hardened and don't put the walls up because the walls stop you from doing what God wants you to do. It's time to push that off. If our inward man is supposed to reflect on the outward man, then we have to know that our lives are first and foremost identified in Christ Jesus. Foundation. Our life is in him. Absolutely. No question about it. That's our identity. I'm telling you, if you didn't listen to the sermon series on identity, listen to it over and over and over again. Because that is the core of our life. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Identified with Christ. You are identified in him being crucified. You were crucified with Christ. You don't live anymore to yourself. You live to him. So if you are crucified with Christ, then you are baptized into Christ. Galatians 3, 26 and 27 says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ, listen, you have put on Christ. You have put on Christ. You can't separate yourself from Christ anymore. 
You have put him on when you are baptized into him. So if you were baptized with him and to his death and his burial, then you are raised to newness of life in him. You are raised to life in Christ Jesus. Newness of life. You live the life of God. It's on the inside of you. Not only were you raised with him, but you were seated with him in a place of authority, in a place of power, in a place of right standing with him. Let that inward man, that nature, start to flood on the outward, the mind, the flesh. We have to get the word in us so deeply every day of our lives that it just starts to bubble out of us. That flowing shouldn't be just inside. It needs to flow out. Amen? And if nobody else understands it, guess what? I'm going to walk around like Jesus Christ himself. I'm not him, but my life is in him. And I'm going to hold my head up high, and I'm going to live my life with a purpose. The life of God is so important. If we're not careful, and we don't get this so rooted inside of us, we're going to find ourselves every day just saying, this doesn't work. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm saved. Sweet. That's good. That's not going to reflect on the outside of us. It's an everyday walk with him. Listen, not one of us has made it to perfection. We're perfect in him. But this outward nature, it's going to take an everyday learning to crucify our flesh. What I'm saying about that is, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that. Oh, wait, I did that. Okay, Lord, forgive me. Help me to not say that. Help me to not act like the rest of the world. Even the world of Christians, I want to be Christ-like. I don't want to wear the badge and not do anything about it. A lot of people walk around with a badge on, and I think, oh, Lord, if that's what we're supposed to look like, I, I don't want it. I want to look like you. I want to walk with grace, and I want to walk with mercy and compassion and love and forgiveness and kindness. That's Christ-likeness. Now, listen, you're going to make mistakes. You're not always going to do the right thing, but that's okay. You take the next day, and you say, okay, I don't, I'm not going to do that today. <laughs> As pastor says, don't be stupid today. I'm not going to be dumb today. I'm not going to be stupid. I, I want to walk this life, this very nature that's on the inside of me now. I want it to shine out. Amen? Yes. Colossians 1.27 says, to them... God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Why? Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We have to see who Christ is in us first. Amen? Our identity, we're righteous, we're sons and daughters, we're heirs and joint heirs. This is inside of us. But then we have to see Christ on us. Ephesians 5.8 says, For you 
were once darkness. It doesn't say you walked in darkness. It says you were once darkness. We were spiritually dead before we received Christ. But now you are the light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. That is Christ on us. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Christ on us as we walk as children of light. We were in darkness. We're not anymore. We were spiritually dead. Our minds and our understanding were separated from the, We couldn't understand. We were empty. But now Christ on us has made us known, made known who he is, what he's doing, and then it reflects on the outside of us. Amen? But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, it's important where you go to church. It's important who you listen to. It's important who you're around. Why? You have to be taught who you are in Christ, who Christ is. I'm sorry, you reflect who you're around. I reflect who I'm around. We have to be careful if we're not being taught in Christ and who we are in Christ and letting this reflect on the outside of us and we're around people of the world a lot of times that'll start creeping in and we'll start saying the same things and we'll start thinking the same things and then, well, here, well, I don't care. What does it matter? What's the purpose? We'll start talking about people. We'll start backbiting. We'll start complaining and murmuring and we'll look like the rest of the world. But we weren't taught Christ that way. Christ taught through his word, through a pastor, through people who really, really love when we sit in fellowship, Christ should be exalted. In him we are righteous. We humble ourselves and he exalts us. We don't exalt ourselves. Shame on us if we are because our lives are not our own. They were bought with blood. Our lives are his. We died to ourselves. He should be exalted. Be around people be taught by people who truly are in love with Jesus, who know who they are, and want to get that to you. You have to know who you are in Christ. You were taught Christ. You've been being taught Christ. The Word teaches you who you are in Christ. Foundation. Foundations are important. We have to continually renew our minds, continually, daily, renewing our minds, renewing our minds. How do we do that? With the word of God, by being taught who we are in him. Continually, daily. We go to our jobs every day, and we might know it, but they want to teach us something different. And we just jump in and say, I want to be taught. I want to learn more. I don't want to go into it just not knowing anything. I want to learn while I'm there. Well, why don't we want to lo- learn our new nature? Why don't we want to learn who we are in Christ? That's important. That, that's important for every one of us. Amen? 
Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. What is your reasonable service? And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Amen? So it says in verse 22 that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. So we're to put off our old conduct every day. I've been saved for about 13 years now, and there's still things that I say, oh, I can't believe I did that or I said that. But it doesn't stop me from continuing Amen? Continuing to say, I don't want to be like that anymore. I don't want to say that anymore. So here's the part that I really want to get to. Obviously, we have to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. You can't put on the new man if you're not renewed in your mind. You, can't be, you have to be renewed in it every day to be able to put on. It says that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Put on the new man. The new man's already in our spirit, correct? Put means this. In the sense of sinking into a garment to invest with clothing, array, clothe, and do, have put on, to sink into clothing, to put on, clothe oneself. That's all put. We are to do that. We are to array ourselves with Christ Jesus. He has put a robe of righteousness on us. We're arrayed as this beautiful, wonderful creation. So many times people are living so far beneath who God created them to be. They've clothed themselves with guilt and with shame, with deception and depression and anxiety and fear. They've clothed themselves as a mistake. They've clothed themselves as worthless and dumb. And who would want me? We are to array and clothe ourselves as righteous, as holy, as his beloved. As a son or a daughter, We are clothed ourselves as valuable, worth something. Worth something. Intelligent, powerful, confident, strong, a sound mind, loved, bold in the Lord, full of joy, full of peace, full of self-worth, security in Christ. We care about what God cares about. We have a purpose, and there's a plan, and it's time for us to stand in that. We are supposed to lift our heads up high and be bold in the Lord. You're not weak. 
You're not worthless. You're strong. You're powerful. Listen, it's not to do your own will. It's to do his will. It's to be something for him. And you already are. There is a purpose and a plan for you to do something with it. This is clothing yourself every day. If you want to look like the world, just stay where you're at. But how are you going to help somebody else? How are you going to help somebody else if you're feeling defeated, if you don't see any value in your own life? The truth is that is not who God created you to be. He created you in the image of his son. Blameless, compassionate, loving, kind, caring. This is the new man that already lives on the inside of you when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's already there. We don't have to work for it. We just have to submit to God, yield to the Holy Ghost, surrender to the Word, and clothe ourselves array ourselves let that new nature start to bubble out on the inside of us that's what i keep seeing it just is supposed to come out it's supposed to flood out of us we're supposed to walk with our heads held high we're supposed to allow the lord to speak through us We're not supposed to let that old nature dominate us because it doesn't live on the inside of us anymore. It died. I'm watching people walk around defeated. And it saddens me because we're clothed with Jesus Christ himself. Clothed in righteousness. Empowered loved there's a purpose we don't live for ourselves anymore and i'm not saying don't go to work just go out and do whatever no i'm saying in your job have a purpose to let the light shine through that brand new nature just flooding out of you even when the attacks come and they do and they're hard sometimes Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. That's what's supposed to come on the outside. We're supposed to do the same thing because it's on the inside of us. Anybody perfected that yet? No. But that's every day, allowing that to just flood out of us. The Bible says we're supposed to grow up in the ways of the Lord. Go and study it for yourself, just the who you are. Light in this light shine through. You have to choose today. What are you going to do about it? Amen? We're supposed to grow up in our new man. We don't want to stay babies. It's not good enough to stay babies. You can if you want. But growing up in the new man means we mature. We have integrity when no one else does. 
We have stability. People are being tossed around. The Bible says they will by every wave of doctrine. Oh, this sounds good, or this sounds good, or this looks good, or this. We're people that have to see, have to see. We're supposed to be stable and steadfast in the word of God. This is the new man that already lives on the inside of you. Now listen, don't forget that it's according to God that you are made. Everybody is different. We're created in his image. He has given everyone a different purpose and a plan. Your past is your past. Let it die, because it already did in Christ. We've been raised to newness of life, the life of God. It's not shut off from us anymore. Amen? We're supposed to grow up individually. But when we grow up individually, we grow up as the body. When we bring our talents and our treasures and our gifts and we bring them to the house of God and we bring them to the body of God and every part is doing its share, we're growing up as the body also. We're doing this together. If every part doesn't do its share, it's not going to get done. That's part of the new man, that I want to do my part, Lord. I want to give to you. My life's not my own. You want me to do this? I'll do it. I want to grow up. I want to be stable in you. There's no stability in the old ways. No stability. Just when we think we're stable in the old ways, we're in this mess. But we're stable in Christ in our new creation and our new ways and our new nature because it's God's own nature. Nothing moved God. Our faith moves God. He knew the attack was coming. He knew this was coming. Jesus knew this was coming. Jesus didn't move by what he felt or what he saw or what was coming against him. He was stable. Why? Because he knew who his God was and he knew that he had a purpose and there was a plan. Well, he said, you go in my name and do it. You go do something because you have a purpose and you have a plan. And you're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen? You're strong in the word. The word of God should dwell in us richly. Richly. Why? To do something with it. Not just for us, but for the world. We're the hope of glory to all men. We are. Because he works in us. It's him in us. We just have to be obedient and willing to do it. I've heard people say, well, if I don't do it, you know, God will find somebody else. He created you for your own purpose, for his own plan. Perfect. Not one of us is the same. Not one of us has the same thing to do. Not one of us has the same anointing or gifting or calling. Are we all a plan and a purpose for God to use in his kingdom? Absolutely. Let's find what it is and work together as the body of Christ and grow up in it. Find our foundation in who we are. And then let the light of the gospel, let the light of the Lord Jesus Christ, that new man, reflect on the outside of us. Amen? Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this word. Father, I thank you for the truth of your word. 
Father, that we can lift our heads up high, that this new nature, this nature that you've already placed on the inside of us when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, floods on the inside of our spirit. We are sinless in our spirits. We are without shame, without guilt. (laughs) We are perfect in the beloved. Father, I thank you that in the name of Jesus, that this starts to reflect and our outward man imitates the inward man. Our outward man looks more and more and grows closer to who you are, Jesus, every day. Father, I thank you that we don't get down on ourselves today, but we choose today to stand in this new man, to stand in this calling, to stand with our heads lifted high and say, I do have a purpose. There is a plan for me in my life. Lord, that you have created me in the image of Christ himself, and it's an honor and a privilege to do the will of my Father an honor and a privilege to wear the badge of a Christian, to wear that badge of that light shining on the inside of me and walking in that light, the light of truth. Father, I thank you for all you're doing in us. Father, I thank you that we can choose. We can choose to walk this life that you have for us. That our hearts are ready for change that we truly know who we are in you, and we do something with it, Lord. Father, we just give you all the glory and honor and praise in the holy, majestic name of Jesus. Amen?